wait up. Come on, Gabby, you're gonna make me late for class. What do you mean? It's Saturday. There's no classes until Monday. Look, I've been around a little longer than you. Whenever we get to Mr. Jacob's garage, we start things off with a segment that happens in the realm of imagination. Oh, right. So, what class are you going to? Applied rocketry. You? Applied rocketry? Oh, you too! Great! What did you get for question two? Two? I didn't do... Oh, we're here. Uh, write me a note or something. I heard the new teacher can be a little stiff when it comes to talking in class. Okay. Alright, boys and girls, take your seats. Today we will be learning about solid state. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on here. Uh, what's this? Your class? Uh, please sit down, Bailey. But what are you? I'm your teacher, and you are being very improper. My teacher is a puppet. Indeed. You got a problem with that? Actually, I do. Can we stop this whole thing? Yeah, play the harps, fade back to the real world. Thank you. Bailey, you're breaking the immersion. Thou what? I'm sorry, Gabby. Chelsea, I, I just can't with the puppet. You don't like Miss Rumpelmeyer? Wait. Are you scared of puppets, Bailey? Ha! <laughs> I'm not scared of anything, least of all puppets. They just don't settle well with me. You mean like too much junk food? Yeah, sure, kinda. Well, if you don't like puppets, then how about we listen to the radio instead? Yeah! There is a scripture alive today that has survived for thousands of years without change. Get out of there! Get away from the lover! Everybody, away from the lover! It will judge and condemn. It demands the shedding of blood. 137 chapters long. It cannot save, but kills. We're gonna need a bigger book. It was given by God to combat evil. It dominates the first five books of the Bible. None of man's fantasies of evil can stand before laws. Exodus through Deuteronomy, the Bible. Read it before you go sinning. A message from Family Life. Hey, Chelsea, are you done with the puppet theater already? I wasn't, but then Bailey and Gabby got here. Oh, hi, girls. Didn't want to play with the puppets? I wouldn't mind giving it a shot, but they make Bailey... Mm, uncomfortable. Oh, I can't say I saw that coming. You guys can do whatever. I'm just gonna stay over here. Read a comic book or something. We can put them away. No, oh, no, you go ahead. Me and Dolphin Lady will be just fine. If you say so. Great! Come see all of the puppets we have, Gabby. Ooh, I like this one. Hello, your majesty. Good day to you, my lady. Prince Louis, how are you today? I am very well, Miss Butterfly. I am very glad to see you this fine morning. Me too. Shall we go for a walk? A fine idea. Why don't we go visit my good friend, Bailey? She could use some company. Buzz off, Prince. Say, friends, why don't we leave Bailey alone and do something fun? What did you have in mind, Mr. Dog? Perhaps listening to a radio program or two? That would be delightful. Indeed. 
next time on The House Whisperer. Okay, so do you hear that? Our expert confronts a stubborn washing machine. That's not a normal spin cycle. It's very frantic and insecure. Your washer's behavioral issues become much more aggressive around teenagers. I'm guessing it's had some bad experiences. And the family oven's domineering attitude gets too hot to handle. <laughs> it burns everything and won't even light half the time. We just want to be a normal family with normal appliances. I understand, but you have to exert your dominance as the alpha. This oven wants to see you as the pack leader. Here, we're gonna start small. If you can control it with grilled cheese, you can control it around anything. And the whisperer saves the day with a gentle word. That's right, who's a good boiler? Next time on The House Whisperer. A whisper won't fix your house, but a soft answer does turn away wrath. Proverbs 15.1, a message from Family Life. I'm done with puppets for now, Mr. Jacobs. All right, Chelsea. Glad you enjoyed playing with them. Yeah. Where did you get them? My church is having their basement repaired, and these guys were in their way, so I offered to keep them in my garage for a couple weeks. Oh. So you're not keeping them? Not for long, I'm afraid. Well, that's a relief. I don't understand why a church would have something as creepy as puppets anyway. Maybe it's because not everyone thinks they're creepy, Bailey. I think they're fun. They have silly faces, are dressed in bright, fun costumes, and you can use them to tell stories. I understand that they aren't everyone's cup of tea, but for some people, puppets can be the best tool God uses to speak to them. What? God uses puppets too? <laughs> in a manner of speaking. Like, puts them on his hands and makes them talk? Okay, that would be a whole new level of creepy. Puppets being controlled by invisible hands just floating there in the air. <laughs> That's not what I meant, Bailey. If it was, <laughs> I agree, that would be extremely disturbing. But what I meant was that God uses us to be His hands, to share His truth and love with others. I think I've heard that before. Being God's hands and feet, isn't that in the Bible? Those exact words aren't, as far as I can tell. But the idea of God's people being like his body here on earth definitely is in there. And where does it say that? 1 Corinthians 12 talks a lot about it, pointing out that we all have gifts designed and given to us so that we can do what God has planned for us. Kind of like it says in Ephesians 2.10. I'm just putting this all together in my brain. If a puppet is teaching someone about God, it's actually the puppeteer teaching them. Except it's not, it's God teaching. I'm sure there's a more confusing way to say that, but I'm not sure I know how. Simply put, God uses us to spread his message of hope, and to do that, we can use something like puppets. So are we God's puppets? Hmm, that's hard to answer, Bailey. Unlike puppets, we have minds of our own, and we can choose not to do what God wants. Which is bad. Right. That's why the Bible tells us over and over to not fight against God but let his spirit guide our actions and words, doing what the Bible teaches and not whatever we want. That's a lot to think about. Yeah, I'm not really there yet. Neither am I. But like God says in John 15, four and five, the more we get closer to God, the easier it becomes to do what he says. And how do we do that? Hmm, there are many ways, but I found a good place to start is to be familiar with his word by listening to what he has to say. Listening, huh? Like listening to programs that teach us about him? On like, say, the radio? Why not? I'll start it up. There are some discoveries 
that can change the course Great Scott! of the future. I was cleaning the temple like you told me to when I slipped and fell, and I found this! What, is it something new? No, it's old. Real old. Witness the rebirth of a law lost to time. At some time in the past, our people skewed into this tangent, leading us away from God's plan for us and into an alternate apostasy! Whoa, this is heavy. So what do we do now? We've got to read these scrolls to the people and get us back to the scripture! A revival of the ages. This law, it's our density. I mean, our, our destiny. And a people returning to their god. Idols, where we're going, we don't need idols. Second Kings 22. Read it again, or for the very first time. A message from Family Life. Looking thoughtful, Chelsea. Anything on your mind? Yeah, I'm trying to understand everything we've been talking about today, and I have a couple of questions. Well, that makes sense. We've covered some pretty big topics today. What are your questions? Okay, first off, how can we tell when God is telling us stuff? I mean, there are a lot of radio programs out there in the world. How do we know that The Pond or Adventures in Odyssey are really saying what God is saying? That's easy. If they use Bible verses like Mr. Jacobs to back up what they are saying, then it's what God is saying. That's kind of true, Bailey, but not always the case. Wait, what do you mean? If someone says the same thing as the Bible, then it has to be true, right? Well, Gabby, let me back up and say that the Bible is 100% true. If it says something, we can believe it. However, we need to be careful when we hear people using God's word to back up what they say because a clever person can twist their words to make the Bible sound like it's saying something that it isn't. Like a puppet. Give it a rest, Bailey. That's why we need to check what's being said against the rest of the Bible and make sure that it's the same. And that means... He means if what we're hearing doesn't line up with the other parts of the Bible, we shouldn't just go ahead and trust it. Exactly. And what was the other question you had, Chelsea? Well, it's that whole letting God's spirit guide us thing. I guess I want to know how we know if that's happening. Jesus tells us in John 15, 8, when we are letting God work in us, things like patience, kindness, joy, and peace start showing up in our lives like fruit on a tree. These things we can do for a little bit by ourselves if we work really hard at it, but God can make it happen naturally. That sounds a lot easier. That's what Jesus says in Matthew 11:30. Does that answer all of your questions, Chelsea? I guess. I'm gonna have to think about it more. Good idea. Well, I should get going. Mom and I are going grocery shopping today. That sounds fun. Well, if you're gonna do that, I guess I'll head over to the old forest bridge and see if anyone else is around. Okay. Would you mind helping me put away these puppets before you go? <laughs> I mean... I was kidding, Bailey. How about just turning off the radio? I guess that'd be fine. <laughs>